Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just so you're aware, in the intro of this podcast, Laura and I will be discussing for a few minutes uh, themes around sexual assault and rape relating to a TV show. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon. I'm Paisley Gilmore, and this week we'll be joined by Simone, who's a relationship therapist and expert on the five love languages. You're going to love this one, aren't you? I already love it, and it hasn't begun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know too much about them, so... Well, I I do know, mainly from you telling me, and Alex in our office, who's obsessed with them. Um, She's always telling me what her language is, so... um, I don't actually know what mine is. Oh, you can find out. I'm so excited for you. I redid the test this morning for like 15th time just to check I was still the same. I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, how are you? What have you been up to this week? Um, not much. I'm currently, so we're in the heat wave. Um, mm. I'm currently sitting in my pyjama shorts, a strappy top, um, which is very much like, you know, the meme where you like, if you wear a strappy top to bed and you wake up with like your boobs out. Yeah. Um, I, look, I look like an actual hot mess. <laughs> and yourself? <laughs> I said, what have you been up to this week? And all I got was my boobs have fallen out of my strappy top. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's literally all I've been up to. That's weird. Same. Same. I, but although I haven't worn a bra for many weeks now, so the boobs are always out. Yeah, all I've done is wear sports bra. The idea oh. of going back to a wire, oh God. Never again. <laughs> um, have you been watching I May Destroy You? I have. The babe? Oh, do you love it's it? It's so good. You know? I haven't finished it yet. Um, so no spoilers, please. But um, I love Arabella. I love Michaela Cole. She is such a queen and she obviously co-directed, wrote it and starred in it. She's just amazing. I didn't know she did all of that. God. Yeah, I know. Um, Also, I wanted to talk to you about it because obviously like there's a lot of scenes about relationships and sex and consent. And I just think they're so well done. Mm, Agreed. What do you think? Do you know what it makes me think about like, um, because I'm 33, a bit older. It makes me kind of like sad about how like these conversations really are only happening I feel like now I don't know I feel like growing up as a woman there's a lot that we kind of went through and you just accepted it I'm kind of proud we're having the conversation now but I'm also a bit sad that it's taken this long yeah I think you're right and uh, do you remember the scene um that I think this is in episode three or four so if you haven't seen it yet close your ears but um the scene where she has sex with the guy who puts a condom on, but then he takes it off without her knowing. Do you know which scene I'm referring to? Yeah, I know the one. Because you've written something about this, haven't you? And I didn't even mm-hmm. know that had um, a name. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called stealthing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know how everything has to be given a catchy name. It's referred to as stealthing, like in the media and 
stuff like that but it obviously it is rape it's sexual assault because someone's agreeing to have sex with you with a condom and if you remove that condom without telling them they're not consenting to that um so I think that was like a really amazing scene because I think it happens to a lot of people and they might not necessarily identify that as a sexual assault and you know and, and the way the characters talk about it afterwards he kind of tries to gaslight her doesn't he he's like well I thought you knew I'd yeah. taken it off and like I think a lot of people will relate to that it's awful but it's such a common experience which is really sad 100% um I mean I don't know it's not the kind of thing I've discussed with anyone but um mm. yeah I think also when I read your piece and you said in it you call it rape and even like myself I was like I hadn't even thought of it like that but it is um mm. so I think that just shows like how important it is for this show to be like in mainstream media so you can kind of see that and also yeah his mm. reaction of like oh or if you just get that like oh it just feels better but yeah, if you've agreed you're wearing a condom and then you take it off without the other person knowing, that is rape. Um, and I actually love the piece that you wrote, Paisley, because I think um, it's really important not to big you up, as I always do. Please do. Well, if anyone wants to read it, it's on the Cosmopolitan site under the love section. And it's just discussing the scene from the show. Um, yeah, I really hope um, Simone is here now because there is a bead of sweat trickling down my neck which is really horrible um but please keep writing these things on the site paisley i know you will anyway but um i think they're really important we're joined today by simon bose who is a relationship therapist at relate the leading relationships charity which offers counseling mediation and support to individuals couples and families in her work simon teaches couples how to use love languages to improve on their communication if you can identify, understand and speak your partner's love languages, it's thought you can have a happy and healthy partnership. Hi, Simone. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Good. Also want to apologise because I called you Simone um, in our intro before you arrived and then corrected us. So um, I did that too. (laughs) It's okay. You're forgiven. I'll Um, get over it. Just for context, all of us are in our pyjamas, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Luxury. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real luxury because, um, yeah, lockdown does have one, um, you know, benefit. <laughs> so Laura and I were just talking about the love languages, actually. Obviously, I am deeply obsessed with them. She doesn't know too much <laughs> about them. Mm. Um, you're deeply obsessed with them, aren't you? Um, I use them um, quite a lot when I work, when I do work with couples. I find mm. that, you know, it's something that people don't really ever ask themselves or question of the other. I mean, it's not you don't sort of go to your partner how would you like to be loved you know that question doesn't really come up in the early stages of a relationship you know the first you know um year or two you know if you're lucky to get through that are like you know sort of like the um endorphin driving times where you're in love and you feel amazing and you don't actually have to think about love languages because you're just in love so you overlook a lot of things Mm. um you just are high on the feelings of being in love what you find is after you know a certain time you know when you see relationships after a longer time these things do come up that they don't feel loved or you know appreciated and things like that so where did they come from um have they always been around because I feel like I've only heard of it recently well, it's a it's a it's a lovely man called Dr. Gary Chapman. He wrote a book in the early nineties. He actually, uh, you know, he he was in he was uh, he worked in a Baptist church, 
and he was like a, a pastor and he worked with families and couples and things like that. And I think um, as this sort of counsellor role, I think he realised after researching it that there were these love languages. And I think he also realised from his own um, relationship, actually, he's quite honest about it. And the fact that when he got married after a very short period of time, I think like a few months, he sort of didn't feel um as uh, very good about the relationship he wasn't feeling loved <laughs> so um he himself gary. had a journey <laughs> dr gary chapman yeah um and uh, he's from north carolina and so he did this research with with couples like he sort of tried to understand what what's going on here with couples and why they don't feel loved why why is this um and then yeah he came up with these five um five languages of love that people basically they can miss each other in terms of how 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 they love each other in their relationship you could miss each other for quite a lot of your relationship which is really interesting so you know one partner will be thinking that they're loving their partner and the other partner saying i just don't feel loved by my partner i don't think i don't think he loves me or i don't think they love me um, and he and the partner will be saying, but I do show you I love you. I do all these things for you. But it's not the love language of that person. Oh. So he worked out that everyone has has a love language and he and he deduced it down to five categories. And what are the five? Um, so they are acts of service, which sounds quite formal, doesn't it? An act of service. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aff- affirmations. Um you know, words of affirmation, um, physical touch, receiving gifts, um, quality time. So th- okay. those are the those are the five categories he came up with um, for for how people need to feel loved, and everyone will have one one primary way of um, feeling loved, and, and maybe a secondary one. Could you give like um, a kind of brief? explanation for each one um so what you'd kind of expect to receive if you related to that love language if you were that love language yeah yeah sure so um let's start with uh words of affirmation um so words of affirmation it's like you know things where you encourage your partner you appreciate them you empathize with them you listen you listen to them and you'd be surprised at you know how that doesn't always happen in relationships, you know. Um, and um, a person who has this as their primary one, that they'll want to hear a little bit more of that. And, you know, the way that a partner could do that potentially is, you know, by sending, you know, um, a note or, you know, a text message or encouraging their partner in something that they're doing, like being attentive to that with words, basically. Oh, so would, would is it also because I've always thought of it as like telling someone you love them or giving them compliments or being like this is what I love about you is that the same thing as well I think yeah I think that would be it as well yeah like showing your showing your appreciation of that person noticing mm-hmm. things about them but listening to, so it's an attentiveness through words basically okay. um and and I think the word part of it is actually because you know some people they may be touching a lot or kissing a lot but actually the person wants to feel the words they want to hear it because mm-hmm. you know and sometimes it actually goes to like um you know your attachment style like maybe you need a lot of um 
affirmate you need a you mm. need a lot of that you need to be comforted quite a bit to feel safe in the relationship mm-hmm. so that might be something about that you know in terms of I know you've talked about attachment styles in another podcast mm-hmm. but it's kind of all interrelated actually you know you'll notice that somebody who um, has maybe more of an anxious attachment style might need actually you know words of affirmation physical touch quality they might need lots you know they may um, need a lot of all of these but the main one might be um yeah words of affirmation for instance they need to hear i'm okay we're good we're safe you you Uh, love me um you see me you appreciate me you know that type of thing and that makes them feel more secure oh yes elsie (laughs) i was gonna say i feel like words of affirmation is basically our relationship with um producer james (laughs) (laughs) we're we're like how are we doing do you love us are we we okay are we okay (laughs) you're doing great there we go. Oh, so that I might thought... be your love language. There's actually a questionnaire you can do. I mean, actually, when we do this at um, when I do this at Relate, um, I tend to have a questionnaire um, that I get them to fill in, uh, and basically you'll work out like you know which one you know which one is your primary one according to that. Yeah. Um, you know, questions that I could I can. I can read some of the questions to you from the questionnaire, but um, if you want to hear them. Well, people can take it online, right? Because basically someone emailed me this morning and said, I've just done the quiz. This is my love language. And I was like, I'm going to do the quiz. So it's um, (laughs) fivelovelanguages.com and you can go and take the quiz and find out. But what kinds of questions are there? So you you would actually... So actually, they're not questions. Sorry, they're like you have oh. to circle what applies to you. So you have to pick between two things for each for each um, point. So it's like I like to receive notes of affirmation from you. I like oh. it when you hug me. So which one would you pick out of those two? I'd want the notes. What would you want, Laura? I think I'd want the hug. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> I like to spend one-on-one time with you. Um, or I feel loved when you give me practical help. Mine would be one-on-one time. Same. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're getting a better idea. You know, already we're getting mm. an idea, aren't we? I like it when you give me gifts. <laughs> like quite blatantly. <laughs> 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 I, I want gifts. Want <laughs> <laughs> <One> stuff. <laughs> or I like I like taking long walks with you. Oh, the walks! Yeah. yeah the walks. Um. Oh, that's. Oh, I love this already, Laura. You're going to go do it afterwards, aren't you? I am. So we talked about words of affirmation. What's the second? That was one? the first one. Yeah. That's the um, first one. Okay. Uh, physical touch, which is you know the one that um, I think yeah I think comes up. Uh, I think people do tend to to want that anyway, generally, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're in a relationship. But it may not always be the first one, if you know what I mean. It might not be mm-hmm. the primary one. You can be quite surprised by that. Like, you know, some people might assume that if you touch a lot, then, oh, yeah, I'm do- I, I am in a relationship. But actually, that may not be the primary one for another person. They may want, you know, receiving gifts more. <laughs> so yeah. um so it's like non you know it is what it says it is it's like non-verbal using body language you know em- touching to emphasize love um you know hugging kissing holding hands uh, and just making intimate intimacy kind of like that priority uh, mm-hmm. in the relationship 
It's interesting because I always mm-hmm. thought like I didn't want that. I like to be left alone. And then I just did the quitters and it and I kept choosing things like, oh, yeah, I'd like to have someone put their arm around me when I'm out in public. And then I was like, oh, my God, I think I want physical touch. It's quite surprising. <laughs> I thought it meant like someone being attached to me all the time. But actually, I guess it's like those little like the touch of the shoulder, like the reassuring hand on the knee, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yes, that type of stuff, yeah. yeah. And I think also probably, you know, sex does come into that, you know, as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people, they feel that if they if they do have, you know, intimacy like that, that they feel more loved. They, they, they translate it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that might be, you know, more. And, that, and then you have conversations about that in the counselling room. You know, I feel that we're not we're not intimate. We don't touch enough. We don't spend enough time together like that Mm -hmm. and that's a whole other conversation sometimes so yeah so that's the second one um yeah receiving gifts which is (laughs) (laughs) why does that make Um, you laugh Laura (laughs) just because I think all the others are a bit more there's a bit more to them but this one is just I mean does it why don't you just wait and hear about it all right okay fine fine (laughs) I think that sometimes people might feel like there's a bit of shame around this like they're being materialistic or something Mm, but I think it's not necessarily even like you know an expensive gift I think it's the thoughtfulness of just feeling like you're thought about in the day for instance you're prioritized you know even if that's like you know buying some flowers or something you know just something to show your love for the other person like you know the thought that oh, I, I was on I was out and I saw something and I got it for you um you know that I remembered what you liked you know oh, in that okay sense. And so, so it... I don't think it necessarily has to go down I think because I know that in the counseling room a lot of the time people go yeah I you know I don't want loads of that but it would be nice if you did get me like something once in a while you know um to make yeah. me feel like that um, so they're not sort of saying I want you to buy me diamond rings every day. <laughs> I want to be surrounded by jewels. It's not like that. It's more well, maybe they do, but they won't. You know, they don't necessarily say that. <laughs> but you know, it's more yeah, like just the thoughtfulness of thinking of me once in a while. Yeah, okay, that. come back from this shop with the Snickers. That's what I want. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's exactly things like that, like a little gift. Yeah. You know, that you, you thought of me when you were out or when, you know, you think about me. And oh. I think that comes down to sometimes, you know, what you grow up seeing, you know, if gifts were a way to show love in your family mm-hmm. in that sense. Oh, God, um, maybe I'm the gift one after all oh, this. What <laughs> makes you say that, Laura? What are you thinking? Um, I do just love that when someone does just think of you. Um, and I feel like I do that for other people because mm-hmm. um, yeah. I always think, like, oh, I'd like that if they were like, oh, I just saw this. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like that. So it's like you know how you do with your friends. Yeah, just sort of getting just getting a little mm-hmm. thing, you know, just to show that you've thought of them, that you were on their mind. Um, plot twist. <laughs> I know this is kind of going off because we're still talking about what the five love languages are, but Laura's question just um, made me think. Like, do you tend to um, perf- perform the love language that you want to receive because like she said she likes receiving gifts and she does that for other people is that quite common yes absolutely Uh, because I what happened this is this is where the missing of each other happens mm. so one person's acting out um a love language that they that that they may want and they they assume the other person wants that so they project that onto the other uh, um and they they assume that because they've grown up showing love like that mm mm-hmm 
So oh. then, so, but then you realise that the other person doesn't. You know, it's not that. It's not that all these ones that uh, we're talking about aren't appreciated. It's just that there's one that's a bit more that makes them truly feel loved. Does mm. that make sense? So it's not yes. that you, um, you know, you you ban all the other ones. It's just that you focus more on that because you know that's the one that the other person actually feels loved by truly feels loved by yeah thank you sorry I derailed the combo uh, briefly <laughs> <laughs> so we got to gifts what was next quality time Ooh. um so that is you know uninterrupted you know focused on each other no mobile phones you know take it all you know just fake you know with each other quality time um you know, and you know when someone creates a you know a moment, a special moment together. You know they've planned something. Um, you know, even like little things like going going for a walk or just mm-hmm. uh, you know going on a little excursion or something. Uh, these things, or you know, like a weekend away, like someone's planned that and like wants to spend time with you. Though that is, I think that one comes up a lot actually. Yeah. You know the, the quality time, and you know time is so precious you know these yeah. days I mean that's the one that I I notice people don't have a lot of but that can be the one of the hardest ones to actually do if you mm. see what I mean because people are just so busy well, I was just thinking how like I, w- I wonder if this is a common thing you see in the counselling room like when I've lived with partners before I feel like quality times dropped mm. off our pr- list of priorities because we mm-hmm. live together so it's like well we see each other all the time but actually you're not yeah. carving out time to actually s- be like together it's just oh she's home when I get home he's there you know is that a thing yes it is yeah and also you know how you're spending that time so yeah we're we're just like on the phone like they're on the phone they're distracted uh they're not really with me or present um you know yeah like sitting in front of the tv doesn't count for people as for for the person who's not feeling loved that Mm. doesn't count for them they do they want to spend proper time connecting um and being with one another um and that that's quite a challenging one I think in it because of that you know mm-hmm. um because people are just busy or they're just really really tired so I do find that actually that one you have to spend quite a lot of time actually planning that and saying okay how, how where's the time that you can carve out here for each other yeah and then you'll find that one person's like oh god like I get home and I'm so tired and I have this to do and this to do mm-hmm. I think it really depends also if you've got a family or not yeah you know, that's for a bit older if you've got kids or mm-hmm. that type of thing yeah so and the final one is acts of service so this is like can I help <laughs> basically <laughs> uh, you know you're 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 a team you're like you think about you know do you do you need my help with something um you know can I make you can I do the chores do you want breakfast in bed can I can I treat you uh, it's like alleviating kind of the workload of the other person and seeing that you know they need help oh. um and um so that's you, you, what do you think about that one it does it it sounds quite uh as, as your primary one for love can you imagine that being you I can't can you Laura <laughs> no I guess it's like a partnership of what you'd want um mm. with someone like things to be balanced but yeah not my now you said that it's um Simone how you said it's like your main way of how you feel loved I don't think that's how I would feel loved if they were mm. like yeah I'll help you do the dishwasher mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? That would be like, yeah, that's nice, but that doesn't make mm-hmm. me feel um, loved. Mm. I feel like that's just bare minimum. You should be helping with the dish. Everyone should have an equal share of the workload, no? Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one because that does come up sometimes for people. And mm. it may be, I, I sometimes find it's the people that they're so stressed in their life with with their lives that busy thing that busy element mm. that that means the world to them so they feel like if you because they feel all they you tend to talk a lot about feeling alone or mm. in the relationship or feeling that they have to hold everything on their shoulders or they feel like there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. They're like a parent figure to their their partner. Mm. They take on this responsible role, which they don't appreciate. Um, and sometimes that becomes emphasised in in the counselling. Um, so you do find that 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 does come up, and that can end up being the primary one sometimes. Not to say that the other ones don't. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose sometimes it might actually come down to also the time in their lives they're at, you know, because yeah. the stage of life. So you'll still find that they want to, you know, um, have physical touch and. They want quality time. They want they want a gift now and again. They want words of affirmation. They want all of those things. But the acts of service, it becomes a priority, perhaps in a certain time of life, because that means the most to them. They feel really loved by that. Oh. So that's quite interesting when that comes I, up. I can imagine if you're a parent as well, like mm. that's mm-hmm. when you would like you mm. need the yeah. help. I just feel like me now, um, I don't think I'd want a relationship with someone that just didn't do those acts to begin with (laughs) do you know what I mean I just yeah same so like say for anyone listening who is in a couple and is like identifying with this how do they go about talking to their partner about it if they don't feel they're getting what they need like 
How do you even have that conversation? I would say, why don't you do, why don't you do the quiz? Because I think it could be, I think it's kind of, maybe sometimes it's uh, quite hard to go straight in with something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's worth just saying, hey, can we do this quiz? Uh, you know, just curious to know, like, are we are we reading each other right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's I think it's um, really important actually, like when you're in the early stages of your relationship, when it's really nice to actually learn about how you feel how you'd like to be loved because Mm -hmm. then when let's face it okay after a while when the high comes down you've already addressed it and it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like you don't notice the you know you feel loved anyway if that makes sense yeah so that so when you start to shift from you know being high in love and you're like you know you're in the relationship and it's it's a little bit you know it's you come down from that you still are feeling loved because you've done the work before like you've learned about each other before mm-hmm. and you've been attuned to each other. So why don't you just actually do it in a playful way, like actually do the quiz and then you can talk about it that way. What can you do, um, Simone? I, I'm going to use an example of my brother here because oh, I, no. think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like um, like we're like all on a similar way, but some people are a bit more resistant um, to changing their behavior so my brother is like 27 and Mm -hmm. he hates he has no interest in like birthday or anything like sentimental he doesn't care about his birthday or anyone's birthday and I'll give you the example it's like my nan's birthday on Thursday and my mum had bought him a card he's 27 like for Mm -hmm. my nan I'd literally had it on the table mm. and was like all week being like, you need to write that card, write that card for your nan. Mm. And then last night she was trying to like, can you write that card? And he was literally like, oh, can you get me a pen? It was like mm. painful, painful to watch. Mm. And then he did it and it was like, dear nan, happy birthday, have a lovely day. And like <laughs> bare minimum effort. Mm. And I said to him, I, I was like, I can't believe you. I was like, he was like, yeah, but you know what I think about cards? And I feel like right. I hear so many, I've heard a few yeah. like men say this, like, oh, but cards are just like a weight, you just throw them in the bin. But mm. then I said to him, but you know what that would mean? Mm-hmm. to our nan like I feel like nans love a card do you know what I mean like for them <laughs> they do they love yeah. it they do they love cards his reply was like she'll mm. open it there's no money mm. in it whatever I was like no that's your yeah. <laughs> reaction yeah. this is just... his experience with cards he's probably chucked those in the he's probably looked at like two lines from cards all his life you know happy birthday <laughs> from he's like uh, you know he's probably thinking what's the point of this waste of paper um so he's projecting that onto yeah see so his that's not his love language at all <laughs> so he wouldn't care for a card but, but he's projecting how, that onto others but then how can you then make him do you know what I mean because I even when I said to him I was like yeah. that would mean a lot to my nan or so so if you then put that back into the context of a relationship how can you then make someone care because I do think some people would be like that well I don't care so I mean that really comes down to a personality doesn't it it comes down to somebody wanting to wanting to to be attuned to a person Mm -hmm. and make them feel happy in what they want and you tend to find that this comes up when you're in a couple relationship because it's the relationship that you're the most intimate in, which you put the most into. Like you want to, you know, you know the ins and outs of your partner. You know, they're, mm. they're the closest person. So it really is down to that person to want to make that person feel loved in the way that they want it and not to make assumptions that they don't appreciate the same thing that you don't appreciate. 
Okay, it's so being curious ha- and ca- and actually taking an interest in that. So, I, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but your your brother he <laughs> has to kind of have a moment with himself where he's like, "Oh, um, yeah, I'm going to do this because she loves it." You know, even if yeah. I think it's pointless. And um, yeah, maybe he would do it for a girlfriend. Yeah, maybe he would do it, or maybe he needs to create more meaning behind in that card. You know, like maybe write a little bit more, <laughs> so it means yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> So it has, you know, the words are something in there. Because I suppose you can make a card whatever you want it to be. You can write a bit more. And I guess like, if you were then in a relationship with someone that was that hesitant to change, mm. then maybe it's not the right relate. Is If you were given your counselling, would you then say, um, would I think you ever say always... that, that this isn't the right relationship? Or is, <laughs> that, is that a bad thing for you to say? <laughs> I don't think I would ever say that straight out, but I, I do sometimes. Okay, let's say that you've been work. The thing is, if 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 a couple really want to be together and they're trying, you want you want to have hope. You have hope for them as well, but there, it does come a point where if you're really really pushing it, I think they realise it themselves quite a lot of the time. That okay, some things you know that they're not getting what their needs met in the relationship. They're not feeling valued or loved in the relationship. Then. It, you know then eventually they do come to that conclusion because imagine you say to your partner it would mean so much to me if you just wrote me a card and they were like well it means nothing to me so I can't be asked I'd be like well <laughs> bugger off then all I'm asking you know is for what? a card it's interesting isn't it because I, I noticed that people don't really say say it in that way it's oh. always like well okay I'll try my best I'll I'll mm. think about it next time. I think what you find is that people feel like they're not being their authentic selves and showing love. Oh. Yeah. So that's something that comes up is that yeah, but I'm not naturally like that, which is probably what's coming up for your brother with your this is not natural to me I show I'll, I'll go and give her a hug or go and spend some time with her. That's how I show love. So it's like it feels like it's inauthentic to them. Yeah. So that, I feel you know, like, like yeah. I don't know how to say words of affect. How I don't have that, you know, because you'll find that some people don't have the language for it. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> so it comes out <laughs> like that. Like, what do you want me, me to say to you? And it, it becomes so literal down to the words of what would you like me to say to you day to day? So that can come up. It's not always like that, but you do find that when people do struggle, they're like literally like, what what would you like me to say exactly? Because they really don't know. So they have to use their imagination. You have to encourage imagination. You have to encourage them to think outside. Like, what what have I seen around me? What what can I see myself doing? I'd find that really hard if I was the other person, though, of um, so acts of, no, words of kindness were my mm. thing. And I literally had to tell them what I <laughs> want to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a hard conversation, impact. yeah, because you're actually saying please love me in the way that I need so I feel loved and and the thing is is a lot of the time you realize that the you do in 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 when you have couples where they actually generally are you know, they're they're a good couple they like work well they they tend to feel like they have quite a lot of those things anyway but they're just the, the main ones not being covered as much as they'd like yeah um, or maybe we are find. do you think we're expecting too much to kind of assume or hope that the other person just yeah can I think give we us are what assuming we want. Yeah, yeah I think we I think we're I think uh we're assuming that they know 
that they can read our mind. They may they may not know that that is the thing because at the beginning of a relationship, you just as I say, you're just on that high, so you don't have to have these conversations. You don't have to think about it, and it only comes up a little bit later. Um, yeah, that you might need love in this way, and you you might just have to communicate that because actually, what happens is in life, sometimes you could spend a whole lifetime with somebody. Like literally, you could you could be with. I've had couples who are a lot older, you know, um, who've been together for thirty years and they never knew each other's love language. Wow. So I'm not saying that you you don't actually you, you can live without your love language, but somehow you may feel like you're not completely loved by the other. And then that manifests into other issues later on down the line. Like, you know, so if you have love, if you feel loved, you actually tend to get through a lot more um, issues, you know, like yeah. difficulties mm-hmm. and challenges in life. So then you find that this conversation comes up because, you know, they're, they're, they've missed each other and then they've they've had some other issues manifest from that. So they've Lovely. lived their life like that, but they've just they've missed that language that the other person. OK. Yeah. I think this comes back to the idea that we spoke to, um, do you know Dr. Karen Gurney? She's a therapist, Simone. She um, she said to us, like, it's the, the idea that um, you don't, you shouldn't have to work at a relationship. Like, if it's good and you love each other, it should mm. just work. And it's kind of, I guess this reminded me of that. Like, you do have to talk about how you like to be loved because the other person, like you said, can't read your mind. And there's, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you if you no, have to discuss that, right? Not at all. And actually, you know, these relationships that I'm talking about where mm. they, they may not have the main one, it's not that they don't feel, it's not that they're not shown love. It's it's just that they're not given the main one. So they can mm-hmm. actually, you know, um, be in a relationship and be fine and functioning and affectionate and, you know, being quite happy. Um you know, and it may not even be an issue until something else comes up, mm-hmm. you know, a problem comes up. So they may not even know that and they may be just totally fine. Um, so I don't think that it's disastrous if if you've had a relationship up till now and you haven't been speaking the main love language of somebody. I'm sure that there are people who would be listening to this and go, oh, yeah, actually, what is my love language? And you realise you're not maybe getting that as much as you Mm-hmm. might feel you need but it doesn't mean that you're not you don't love your partner and your partner doesn't love you doesn't mean that actually um it's just being able to communicate about the one that makes you feel really loved and why not you know if you can if you can actually ask for you know that and be able to communicate the way that you'd really like to be loved isn't that isn't that nice to know that you could be spending most of your relationship being loved in the way that you want to be loved and you're loving your partner in the way that they like to be loved <sighs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I don't know why I am on my period and a bit hungover, but that really just made me want to cry. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> just to really embarrass myself here, um, oh. I went on a first date a few weeks ago, and I made her talk about love languages with me on a first date. Is that too much? Well, if you brought it up, if you brought it up in a fun, I think that you can have fun conversations about this. I okay. don't think it has to be so serious. Like, okay. <laughs> Right, first date. Um, I just need to check what is your love language so that I know that on the upcoming dates that I'm doing it in the right way. Oh, that's how I did it. I did it like that. And then I was like, and what's your attachment style? And what's, you know, I did a Although it would be quite interesting if, if the way that we're going, people do start doing this. Like, you know, on their dating profiles, they put attachment yeah. style, um, you know, avoidant. Yeah. <laughs> Secure, anxious. 
Oh my god, they'd be my dream looking, match. Looking, looking for an anxious attachment style. <laughs> <laughs> or someone who really needs validation from me. Or <laughs> that'd be quite interesting, wouldn't it? It's my like love honest, language honest is. Dating. Yeah, my love language is lots of gifts, please. <laughs> I'm anxious when I want you to buy me things. <laughs> yeah. That would be really good if we had... That could be a whole tailor-made um, dating site, couldn't it? it? Like, with psychology. Someone, don't say this on a podcast. It's your idea. Someone's going to say yeah. it. Um, yeah. So, Laura, yes. you were... I'm going to say sceptical about love languages to begin with. What do you think now? Oh, fully into them. Yes! Do, do you know what I think it is? And no um, shade to Gary. I think it's just sometimes the name, like the name, like love, it just sounds a bit like airy fairy. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of once you've broken it down to mm-hmm. how you feel loved, I was fully on board. Fully do you on think board. that you, do you think that you understood what yours, do you think you knew it anyway? Or do you think actually no. doing a questionnaire would actually hone it in for you a little bit like you'd understand it a bit better definitely and I think even like I honestly am starting to think I am the gift mm. person now which is mm-hmm, <laughs> which is hilarious little thoughts but... of like little tokens of love and things like that yeah um because yeah. I've never actually thought mm-hmm. of it like that it wasn't until I thought oh that's what I do for mm. other people mm. that oh that's because I want it back mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. god I tell you what we were just discovering a lot about me I love it. <laughs> um, so someone if people are listening and they they like the idea of chatting to a counsellor or like coming to see you or what would how do they relate and what should they do well um contact your local relate and you can find a counsellor there or uh, contact uh, go on to relate.org.uk and uh, you know we're doing um online counselling at the moment and phone counselling so you know at this time you can do that Mm -hmm. as well and you know um you could talk about these things if you if you can actually do this even if you're not in a couple you can do this we do individual counselling as well brilliant Mm. thank you so much yeah thank you so much for your time we're gonna go and do the quiz aren't we i'm gonna do it again you're gonna do it yeah (laughs) yeah i I did it yesterday and yeah it was uh oh can uh, i ask what is yours mine's um affirmations okay yeah that was a 33 percent was that one. Oh wow mm. actually yeah mine, mine was 32 percent words of affirmation oh was it oh okay was that the that was the biggest one yeah was that your yeah. biggest yeah so that's the thing I was saying is that just so you like gifts but actually your major one is that oh okay yeah so you but you, it's not that you don't like the other ones it's just that that is your that is the one that really makes you feel loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing one. Mm. Oh, can't wait. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Okay. Bye. 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 I love that podcast, Paisley. I'm so Do you know what? I don't mean to be a, an I told you so person, but every time I try to get you into some kind of like relationship theory, you hate it when I explain it to you. And then when someone else tells you about it, you love it. And it makes me feel, I, I want you to give me words of affirmation that I'm interesting and you care. You are. And you think how much you have turned me on to these things. I think um, it's just once it's like broken down. Because I just think, yeah, when you just hear love languages, I just think, oh. Or off. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna do that quiz immediately. Um I do definitely think though that you can have bits of all of them, right? 
Yeah, no, that's what she's saying. It's like a percentage yeah. of each. The the thing is, I always, until I did the quiz this morning, I always told everyone that my love language was the secret sixth one, which is being left the fuck alone. And I was like, that's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any of them. But having done the quiz, it turns out I, I do need them. <laughs> I really need them. So that's the thing. You pretend to be like a kind of secret emo, but you're not. It's not even a secret, but yeah. <laughs> Public emo. Right. Um, do you know what I'm most interested in, Laura Capon? Are you going to yeah. go and talk to your brother about this? Oh, yeah, I will. I mean, he'll probably be annoyed that maybe I won't say that I mentioned it. Um, but I honestly, I do think of, I know that sounds bad, but I think of my dad and my brother a lot with these, like, mm-hmm. like when we had the attachment ones. Because I just know, like, for example, my dad is just like, it's it's not that they're not they're horrible or not caring at all but they're just very much like I don't think my dad's like ever got my mum a birthday present he's just not you know it's just that thing like when you said people like they're just not like that like my brother's always like I just don't care but um so that's I think why I always go to like well can you change someone because just Mm -hmm. because I think of my dad and my brother (laughs) (laughs) also my dad's exactly the same and I wonder sometimes if that's like hate to generalise, like, men of a certain generation, they've been socialised not to be, like, cute and mushy and talk about their feelings. Maybe that plays into it. I don't know. Or maybe just our dads are ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> no, the first, I'm joking. the first, not the I'm latter. Um, but, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to want to date my brother. Um, I mean, he's quite funny, but, um, yeah, he don't expect a card. No. If you are up for dating her brother, though, there's a is there not a highlight on your Instagram of <laughs> his content? Yeah, I call him Melon, and there is there is a highlight of Melon. Why have we turned this into a, a, a like a Melon? Find Melon, get Melon find, married. Yeah, get myself married. Um, yeah, no, you're the priority. But I think it's just really helpful to know these. I think I guess, and along with the attachment one episode we did, I guess it's just so that you know yourself and what you want. So you know how mm-hmm. I said with the acts of was it acts of service how I yeah. would expect that as a given for me that isn't mm-hmm. like a sign of love that is just a sign of like equality mm-hmm. in the relationship so I think it's just I don't know it just helps you if you are single because I think sometimes you think you're like oh I'm not in a relationship it doesn't apply to me but like for me it makes me kind of know more what I'm looking for in someone exactly and then when you do meet someone you're gonna be more likely to get what you want because you've identified what you want Oh, yeah. love it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make such a great um, partner for someone. We can't wait any day now. Um, <laughs> well, thanks, Elsie. Thank you. I'm actually going to have to have a cold shower after this. I know I keep saying how much I'm sweating. Oh, we know. But, oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, please stop. Let's Honestly. bring it oh. to the end. I'm going to do the outro now. <laughs> okay, go. This brings us to the end of this episode of Cosmopolitans All The Way With. Thanks to Simone for joining us and to you for listening. And if you have any sex questions or dating dilemmas, please message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded remotely by Number 8 Studios and is available to download on Acast, iTunes and all the usual podcast apps. Um, Please leave us a review. (laughs) (laughs) Desperate. (laughs) Bye. Bye. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.